Well, whoever you are that's listening to my podcast, I'm glad you're listening to it. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to go away for three months. (laughs) Uh, Might upload a little short podcast here or there, but pretty much going to take a three-month break. Um, Like, I mean, wouldn't be the first time I'm taking a three-month break from podcasting. But this one is because I'm actually going on a vacation, not because I'm lazy. Um, Not that I'm not lazy. I am totally lazy. But my parents, since I live with them, have offered me literally the chance of a lifetime to go on a trip out west with them for three months. Basically, I'm going to put my whole life on pause, working extra hard in DoorDash to, to make a lot of extra money to pay off, you know, a bunch of bills ahead of time, so it's not going to be three months worth of bills, but I'm going to try my best to get as close as possible to paying three months worth of bills, and uh, yeah, they're going to take me out west for three months, and they get up real early, and they seize the day every single day. Me, on a regular basis, while living at home, I get up at 10 o'clock at the earliest, And sometimes if I don't get a lot of sleep or if I don't want to interact with human beings or see the world, uh, you know, that could be noon or one o'clock or even two o'clock sometimes that I wake up. But three months, like hardcore training of getting up early and doing like camping work, like camping work with the, with the trailer, with the camper, basically, you know, hooking up and unhooking the electric and the shitters and all that. Yeah. That's what, that's what we call them, the shitters. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just, you know, you gotta, you gotta seize these opportunities when they arise. I mean, I can't imagine, even if I was a streamer, there you go, gun it, pedal to the metal, there you go. Yeah, even if I was a streamer, uh, like, and got paid to do so, I really wouldn't, um, have the opportunity to go on vacation for three months, because, well, first of all, I'd need to save up, like, $10,000, and I'd rather save up $10,000 for a house, but once I had a house, I'd probably be making a bit more money, and then $10,000 wouldn't be that big of a deal, but the problem then would be, now I'm making so much money, I have to kind of maintain it. Uh, so taking a three month vacation means three months, basically no pay. I mean, I could stream sort of while I'm out there. I don't know. I guess what I should stream is just chatting. Just chatting is a, is a, as a category on Twitch. Uh, uh, I think people could find some inspiration from me, especially if I'm like out West for three months, but, um, you know, we'll see. Anyway, I might I might do a little Twitch streaming while I'm out there. Uh, Toast McNug is my Twitch stream if you want to keep hearing me. Um, but regardless, also Toast McNug on YouTube. Regardless, uh, when I get back, I want to do a more formal podcast. So it's probably going to be a YouTube podcast or maybe more of a Spotify podcast. But it might only be an audio. It could include video. I'm not sure yet what, what it's exactly going to be. But I'm going to start by doing basically interviews with people online, um, I'm gonna basically just have my friends on at first, probably for, like, the first 
you know, a couple dozen episodes, and then try to get like somebody a little bit more important if my podcast grows. Hopefully, it does. But you know, there's there's an insane amount of podcasts going on right now. Um, but basically, I have to take a three month long break. Um, yeah, I got to take a three month long break because I have to t- I have to go on this vacation. My dad. My dad has planned such an incredible vacation. I can't pass it up. I don't know. There's there's no way I could pass it up. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're going, like, to a St. Louis Cardinals game, an Arizona Cardinals game, everything in between. We're going to Utah, Colorado, California, Washington, Oregon, Wyoming... North Dakota, South Dakota, I think. Yeah, I think, like, every out west state that has anything good in it, that's where we're going. Uh, We're going to see sequoia trees. We're going to see mountains. We're going to see canyons. We're going to go to maybe possibly Vegas. I don't know if we're going to Vegas. I've been to Vegas a couple times. I don't need need to go. But, um, yeah, Uh, we're going to see rivers, the Grand Canyon, Waterfalls, Yellowstone, wildlife, you know, elk, bear, uh, bison, everything. Uh, let's not go there. I'm gonna, so I'm, I haven't tried the restaurant Hardee's yet, the fast food restaurant Hardee's yet. Um, I just went in there for the first time and saw their, like, breakfast menu, and holy crap, it looks amazing. So I'm gonna go, I haven't eaten today yet. I was thinking, like, I really don't want to eat while on the road. I'd rather go home and, like, take a nice long break and then eat and then get back out. But if I do that, then I'm also costing myself, you know, the chance of getting, like, a few orders in right after I eat lunch at a place. Or I can eat while doing orders. That's probably what I'll end up doing. So I think, basically, I'm going to start just eating on the road. Especially, I just need to make a lot of money before um, before I go on this trip so I can pay my bills ahead of time. All right, that's the end of part one. Okay, so this is actually the next day. This is part two, the next day. Um, I've officially, more so than yesterday, decided that I'm going on this trip out west for three months and haven't told my girlfriend yet. So that should be interesting. Uh, we just started dating like two months ago, but... I don't know. Who knows if that'll last. Um, Three months is kind of a significant amount of time. I mean, obviously, a solid boyfriend and girlfriend shouldn't have an issue with being three months apart. I mean, they'll miss each other, but, you know, shouldn't be that big of an issue. Um, Anyway, so, like, yeah, y'all, dude. Um, I am currently... in the middle of DoorDashing, taking a break and heading up to a craft craft store to get drawing supplies. Basically a giant drawing like notebook and then a ton of colored pencils. Now I've used colored pencils in my drawings before and that's the only thing I know how to draw with. Uh, I don't know, I guess I could like try pastels or some other weird thing like that. Crayons. <laughs> I mean, pastels are basically just crayons. Actually. They are. They're crayons, man. What's different about pastels versus crayons? 
smart freak would certainly disagree with me that they're the same. But, I mean, obviously they're different shapes and stuff. Different shapes and sizes, but... I don't know, pastels always felt like crayons to me. But, uh, I'm not gonna do pastels. Probably just colored pencils. I feel like I have more... I mean, you could certainly learn how to use pastels very well, but... I'm not into them. I'd rather just use colored pencils. I feel like I... I like the pointiness of a colored pencil and, like, the, uh... Just the sharpness and the stroke of it. I definitely want to get a drawing pad, like a digital art pad, drawing pad, when I come back to, uh... create a... an animated show of some kind. Animated series of some kind. Um... Wow. Looks like, uh, outside burning has been banned in Delaware until September 1st. That's a shame. Um, yeah, I really love, like, uh, fires outside. Like having a campfire or a, uh, what other kind of fires are there? Campfire, fire pit, fire, you know, those kinds of fires. They excite me. Well, they comfort me. They make me feel relaxed and things and I think I'm like on the verge of stopping drinking for the rest of my life because even just thinking about sitting by a fire the only bad thing that I can think about uh, the only bad thing about it would be drinking because drinking no longer makes me feel good or loose or anything like that it makes me just feel like shit um you know, it makes me feel bloated, uh, makes me have to pee a lot during the night, it makes my kidneys hurt because I have to pee a lot during the night, it makes my, there's a risk of getting a DUI if you have to drive, um, I'm actually even allergic to beer, like not all beer, but it seems like some beer I'm allergic to, um, I might be allergic to all beer, I don't know, but there's something in either some or all beer why is this guy trying to reverse um that makes me just like sneeze like uncontrollably uh runny nose congestion like to the extreme like imagine the worst allergy you've ever had worst allergies you've ever i don't know what they're called allergies i guess i don't know what an allergy is sure i do uh but imagine you have that as bad as it could possibly be like, just the congestion, running nose, and sneezing. Like, that's how bad I get when I drink alcohol. Um, and it's not even just beer. It's actually wine and sometimes whiskey and stuff. Like, even scotch. If I'm just drinking, like, a couple glasses of scotch, I'll start feeling a little congested and start sneezing. Um, I don't know if there's an alcohol that doesn't, you know, do that to me. I think I'm allergic to, like, every bit of alcohol. That's probably why I don't, like... want to do it anymore it's probably why I don't like it it's just uh, pretty terrible um, oh thanks buddy yeah we're moving up making room wow this guy had like 10 feet of room he could have created thanks buddy anyway yeah uh, so I gotta stop drinking alcohol it's just like I used to love 
just like drinking with the boys and actually I still do um, especially I always loved drinking like at my own place having people over that was always the most fun uh, because I don't have to go anywhere I don't have to worry about driving I don't have to worry about anything really I just you know I get to stay in my own place um, I don't really like it as much as at my parents house because I don't feel like I'm hosting the party I kind of feel like I'm a burden <laughs> a little bit um, but when I'm hosting the party it always feels great to just like get hammered with the boys I don't know sounds it sounds like fun to me right now and I'm trying to do that but the problem is I moved so far away from everybody that no one's gonna come visit me uh, well I moved into my parents house but I love Delaware so much that I don't really want to move anywhere else but Delaware so kind of really loving Delaware but the problem is if I if I move to the locations that I like in Delaware I'm never gonna see any of my friends I really I'm half considering moving all the way back up to Pennsylvania where my friends are because it's just so fun hanging out with them. Um, and I would, I'd be in good shape. Like I could find a place for like 900 bucks a month and, uh, handle all my bills just with DoorDash. I know I could. It's pretty simple stuff. Because now my phone bill is no longer 120 bucks a month. It's now 40 bucks a month. Thanks to my ex. Uh, she looked into a T-Mobile phone plan and like a trade-in offer and stuff. And we now have phones that are... I got. We both got the Pixel 6a, which I compared it to the Galaxy S22. And it looks like it's a little bit better than that phone. It's, it's should be a great phone. Um, I'm currently using my dad's phone. It's just a Verizon old iPhone and it's making DoorDash like a hundred times smoother than my current phone that I have through AT&T, which is the Galaxy Fold, which is the worst piece of shit ever made. Uh, I opened it yesterday and it now has a giant green line through the whole screen and none of the touch controls work on that screen. So phone is basically useless and AT&T won't replace it and AT&T can't reduce the cost of my bill or help me out with my phone. My phone doesn't even, like, it barely works. Like, there's, it barely picks up a signal at all. So, it's pretty much the biggest... Like, AT&T, the fact that they won't do anything about this is, like, horrendous. Like, they're the worst company I've ever heard of in my life. Now, there are worse companies, but uh, this one's pretty damn bad. I mean, I'm paying 120 bucks. A month for a phone that doesn't work I would say 95% of the time uh, which is far too often that it doesn't work uh, also not only does it not work but now the phone is just basically like falling apart and becoming useless like the inside screen where it folds open into like the tablet version is now completely inoperable um, and they can't do anything they can't do I I called them and they say, actually, I have like a tiny little crack in the corner of my screen. Well, the only reason I have a crack in the corner of my screen is because they don't make cases that fit this phone properly. So I actually bought like a protective shell case, but it started breaking and the case broke off because it didn't fit right. And it was also, I guess, too cheap or whatever, which could partially be my fault, but 
still, I mean, I've never heard of a case breaking and falling off, and the only reason that it now has a crack on the screen is because it fell out of my pocket, landed on concrete, and there was no case on it because the case had broken off. So, you know, obviously it's a shitty getting screwed over kind of situation, but the fact that AT&T can't do a goddamn thing to help me, like, screw them, dude. They're the worst company, except for, like, some other company that's worse than them. I don't know off the top of my head which that would be, but good God. I'm just so glad that uh, I have another option. I don't have to be with AT&T anymore. Um, yeah, T-Mobile, good deal, 40 bucks a month for Pixels, Pixel 6a. Um, pretty nice phone. And my dad's phone is making door dashing like ultra smooth and easy and convenient um, because his phone actually picks up a signal and when it has a signal it actually works I mean my phone picks up a signal very frequently but when like most of the time when it has a signal it doesn't work at all like I got 5G 5 bars and I bet you my internet Okay, it's currently working, but it usually does not work. Whatever, it's working now, but yeah, it doesn't work like 95% of the time. Anytime you want to show somebody that something is happening, it doesn't happen. That always, it always goes that way. We all know. But anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm really going to try hard to draw as much as I can while I'm out west and uh, just get good at it again. That's pretty much my only plan with drawing is just to get good at it because when I come back I want to like jump hardcore into like some kind of animation um, and you know obviously animation is no joke it's not an easy feat by any stretch of the imagination it's incredibly difficult I'll probably have to spend years on just learning animation before I could even think about making any kind of like animated series or show. I mean, I could probably do simple like YouTube stuff right off the bat, but we will see people. And, you know, I was thinking of something kind of like Rick and Morty, but, you know, I don't want to reuse that idea because it's it's so original and iconic what they did with it, and I don't want to rip off of it. I mean, I could use it as, like, my inspiration, but I don't want to, you know, copy anything from it. I want to have a completely original idea. Um, but, like, the reason I bring up Rick and Morty is because I have this, uh, this UFO experience that I could kind of help influence my, uh, my animation or my ideas a little bit, um, I was thinking something along the lines of, uh, you know, how there's a theory where aliens have created humans uh, by basically, like, inseminating a monkey with alien sperm or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, basically, like, it's an alien-human hybrid that was, like, the first human that was created or the first humans that were created, whatever basically an alien-human hybrid. Um, no, I mean a alien-monkey hybrid. Um, so I was thinking, like, I could play off of that a little bit, where, like, aliens create humans through monkeys.
and then just kind of go from there. I have a lot of funny ideas. Uh, you know, I'm not like, not the funniest guy ever, but like I do have things in my head that people will laugh at. Um, and it's, it's interesting, like, I know I'm pretty funny, but I know that I also hold back a lot, uh, in public situations. I'm just like afraid to say what's on my mind. I'm hoping that, uh, a animated show where I could just voice these characters would be a way out of that. Basically a way to, uh, you know really release my thoughts into the world. I mean, I, th I feel like I can do that for the most part here. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, so I'm not, like, exactly sure, like, which direction I would take this animated show, or even if I would do the, like, alien hybrid human thing idea. That's just a thought that I have, um, because I had a UFO experience, so I'm thinking that I could actually, like, use that Maybe just to express it or get it off my chest. In some kind of certain way. But who knows? Like, I'm, I'm really thinking monolith. Like, the first thing that comes to mind is monolith. Or one of the first things that come to mind is monolith. Uh... Because what I saw in the sky was a black rectangle. Or like a black bar in the sky. Um, so it's like... Kind of monolithic looking. And now I'm thinking about 2001 A Space Odyssey. That movie in the very beginning. They have a scene with like primates. Uh, that discover a monolith. And they start freaking out. So like... I don't know. I feel like this idea just has foundation. You know, little pieces here and there that would kind of like uh, support it making sense just kind of like uh, I don't know it feels like it has like a good uh, logical foundation I guess but anyway I really could just do anything with it I don't really know exactly what I'm going to do but there's a lot of options and honestly I might not do anything that has to do with that stuff at all um, just through drawing and sketching I might come up with a completely different idea and you know I hope I do because I want something fully original and like spontaneous would be really nice and I might not even come up with an animated show at all but at the very least it'll be nice to draw the great west um so yeah basically I moved in with my parents and my dad he had uh recently just offered me uh, the opportunity to go on this trip with him. And I don't have a current job of any kind other than DoorDash, so it's not like I have to put in a three, you know, like a three-month vacation and they'll deny it. I could just stop doing it for three months and then pick it back up when I get back. Boy, am I lucky to have this opportunity. Of course, not a lot of people do, but I'll make the most of it and, uh, you know, with with all that I have, I know I'm, I'm a very fortunate person, but with all that I have, I want to share it and get, give back to people here and there uh, as best I can. It's just tough sometimes. Uh, you know, I get depressed a lot, and 
I take the opportunity to not work a lot because I can. No, and I don't know anybody else that would even ever consider that an option. I feel like I'm the only person that I know that can do that. And it feels like a burden on my parents. Although they're like super they were super stoked to have me move back in with them. Um and they're super stoked to have me go on this vacation with them. So they make it nice for me by not making me feel like a burden as much, but still, you know, I'm 33. I should be living on my own, not not with my parents, and I should especially have a job or something that I'm working toward. And you know, this three-month vacation, they were going to go on it by themselves without me, and I was going to take that opportunity to, like, go insane with, like, Twitch streaming and YouTubing and stuff like that, but I feel like, personally, this this trip is going to be a much bigger opportunity than streaming for three months, because I could always do that when I get back. Now, it would obviously be a better situation to stream while they're not there, but I can still do it when they get back. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that's stopping me. Um, there's nothing stopping me from making any kind of YouTube video I want. Uh, there's nothing stopping me from streaming anytime I want. I mean, they go to bed at like 7 p.m. and they can't hear me downstairs in my, my basement. So, uh, you know, it's not like I can't stream every single evening if I want. You know, I could certainly do that. And I'll happily do that. Um... When I get back from the vacation, that's probably what I'll do. Now, I think I'm going to be changed from this vacation because I've never had a vacation that was more than, like, two or three weeks in my life. Other than, like, summer vacations as a kid, but that's not really a vacation. You're just... It's more of a staycation. And sometimes you go away during the summer. But, like, this is going to be a three-month-long vacation where I have absolutely nothing to worry about and I can just enjoy the most amazing scenery and wildlife anyone can imagine. Uh, and it'll be cool. I mean, it's it's camping. We're basically towing a trailer all the way out there and taking it with us for three months. But the thing is, uh, you know, it's it's not like hotels and resorts. It's it's in the woods, and that alone is therapeutic for me. Uh, and the other good thing is, like, I won't be super uncomfortable at night sleeping on rocks on a you know in a tent in the sweltering heat. I'm going to be inside of a camper with air conditioning in a comfortable bed. So that's extremely convenient. Um, love that. Uh, other than that, I mean, you know, we're basically just going to be in the national parks or in campgrounds, whatever, uh, gathering sticks for fires. Um, you know, we got, we got a grill. So it's not really like primitive camping at all. It's, it's camper camping. <laughs> But it's in, you know, it's in woodsy areas, at least. Which is probably where all camping takes place. Anyway, um, I don't know. I've primitive camped before. Me and my friend have, on multiple occasions, multiple occasions, went to uh, the Appalachian Mountains and the Adirondack Mountains and just, like, hiked in for a couple miles and just found a spot, set up shop, and then hiked back out. Done that multiple times. But... Yeah, it's really fun, too, doing that. Um, I, uh, one of my favorite parts about doing that is taking just, like, meat with you. 
and uh, roasting it over the fire. Like, we've taken whole steaks and, like, just straight up put them on. Like, we've, like, uh, in the Adirondack Mountains, the first night we camped, uh, we had big old, like, ribeye steaks. And then we just skewered them on a big stick and just roasted them over the fire. And it was extremely undercooked. <laughs> but still tasty. I mean, we didn't care because if we wanted to cook it more, we could have just put it right back over the fire. But I think we were just too hungry to care. And we were just eating semi-raw, like, steaks. But it was still incredibly tasty. Um, I think maybe the best steak I ever had in my life was a prime New York strip over a campfire. Different different time. Still uh, semi-primitive camping. But... There's something about campfire food that's just unbelievable. Um, especially after you, like, do all this work to hike in and set up camp and all that shit. When when that stuff... And, and then you have to, like, wait. Especially if it's, like, not a huge fire. You have to, like, wait a pretty decent amount of time to eat. Um, another good one is summer sausage. If you get summer sausage at a grocery store, slice that up into little circles. And uh, put a couple of them on the end of a stick and roast those. That's in pretty much number two on my list. Second best thing to eat while camping. Third best thing would be like marshmallows, s'mores, etc. But yeah, number one is steak. Number two is uh, summer sausage. Number three, I said s'mores and marshmallows. I would probably go with breakfast. Number three. No, no. Breakfast is number two. Breakfast is number two. Summer sausage is number three. Because, you know, cooking, like, bacon over the fire and eggs in a pot and stuff like that. So good. Now, number three is summer sausage. Number four is the s'mores and stuff. And number five is, like, any other thing you're cooking over the campfire, like, you know, Spanish rice. And then you chop some summer sausage up and throw it in there. Soup. You know, soup is really good. Okay, maybe soup takes precedence over the s'mores. I mean, I do love s'mores, don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's something about, like, nutritional, nutritious food, like, while you're camping. That's just next level. Yeah, I've gone camping a decent amount of times. Uh, I've got some good gear for camping, actually. I have a really good sleeping pad. It is a mostly self-inflating sleeping pad, and you just inflate it the rest of the way. It's, it, like, half inflates, and then you inflate it the rest of the way by blowing into it. Uh, but it's a highly rated insulation sleeping pad. So it's, like, you know, if you're winter camping... Oh, I also have a, a good quality 20-degree sleeping bag. You can find 20-degree sleeping bags at Walmart, but they're not good quality. They're not as good quality as you can get. And the temperature rating is probably 20 degrees higher than what it states on the bag. So you're not getting, you know, you're getting what you pay for, but you're not getting the temperature on the bag. Um, mine's a 20 degree, and I got it from RCI, I believe. I think that's the uh, website, rci.com. No, that's not it. <laughs> I forget what it is. But it's like some kind of three-letter camping website that, they, that sells, like, tons of camping gear. I forget what it's called. It's probably... It might be RCI. I don't know. I think RCI is like Royal Caribbean, though. Or like Cruises or something. I forget what it's called. Um, RCA? I have no idea. But, yeah. They sell, like, good camping equipment. Um, 
so I got the good sleeping bag and the good sleeping pad, and me and my friend have uh, have gone winter camping Black Friday multiple times. Um, some guy just drove by with his horn on and flipped somebody off. Probably me, because I'm talking on my phone. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, so, I've gone winter camping uh, in that gear, and it was like about 30 degrees... Um, I think one time it was in the 20s, and with that gear, I was able to be in just, like, boxers and a t-shirt, uh, because it was just, you know, quite hot enough for me to do that, and it's actually pretty darn comfortable, despite sleeping on rocks, like, that sleeping pad is, uh, you know, it's, it's only, like, maybe an inch thick when it's inflated fully, and it is actually very comfortable, compared to sleeping on, like, a foam sleeping pad or just in a tent on, yeah, I mean, definitely a good stuff, and yeah, I just have, like, a Dick Sporting Goods, like, $40, two, uh, three-person tent, it's a nice tent, but it, it fits two people, it doesn't fit, it fits two adults, maybe you could fit, like, a small child in there if you're taking your child, but, yeah, it's basically a two-person tent, my friend has told me, uh, basically, if it's, if it's a three-person tent, it's a two-person tent, if it's a four-person tent, it's a three-person tent, you know, a two-person tent is a one-person tent. You basically just subtract one from it. But, you know, even if you're just one dude, having a three-person tent isn't expensive, and it's also nice because it's a lot of room for you, for just one person. So, um, oftentimes, actually, winter camping, my friend will not recommend bringing tents. And both times we... Well, both times Black Friday that we did it... Uh, uh, we did not use tents, and still, it was like 20 to 30 degrees outside, and we were basically in boxers and t-shirts outside in the cold in the woods, but boxers and t-shirts because, uh, the sleeping pad has insulation, and the sleeping bag is a 20 degree sleeping bag, and it's good quality. Um, now, we didn't even keep fires going uh, this these times. Actually, yeah, anytime we've winter camped, we never kept the fire going. But it's more like his decision. Cares not to have the fire going. I would, if it was just me, I would have the fire going. But if he's not going to, like, help me maintain it, then I'm not going to worry about it. Anyway, uh, camping's very fun. I've watched a lot of bushcraft YouTube videos. Um, Joe Robinette's a good one. Uh, I forget. This is the only guy I know, actually, by name. Um, but there's another bunch of them that I do like to watch. That I forget what they uh, what their names are. But yeah, it's fun to watch watch bushcraft uh, on YouTube. It's very like relaxing. Um, it's a lot better than like that mindless like hit you with tons of entertainment and dopamine kind of videos. Um, of course, you are getting dopamine from these videos, but it's just very peaceful to watch someone, like, build something in the woods while there's, like, a fire going, and they have, like, something to cook, and they get water and whatnot. Yeah. Fun stuff. Speaking of water, one nice thing to have is a water filter device. Um... Yeah. 
I would like to get one of those. Um, we, uh, when we went primitive camping in the Adirondack Mountains, uh, during one of our hikes, we stumbled upon this, like, camp that somebody else had made, but it was, like, a legit camp that they had made kind of, like, semi-permanent. Um, and they, uh, sorry, I'm navigating here. Um, there was a river right where that camp was, and, you know, it wasn't like, Jesus Christ, what the fucking hell was that? Okay. Hmm, maybe I'll have to, like, edit that. Anyway, um, so what happened was my car just decided to slam on the brakes for no reason. There was nothing, uh, in front of me. Alright, let me pause that. Okay, I think we are unpaused now. Yeah, so I'm now at Michael's Crafts to pick up some drawing supplies, but yeah, basically what happened was... Uh, there was a right turning arrow and I was pulling up to an intersection and, uh, you know, I was slowing down, um, from my speed. I was slowing down for the turn and like, as I, I was at like maybe 30 or 20 miles per hour and it just slammed on the brake. Like my car has like pre-collision assist or whatever. But there was nothing at all in front of me, and it slammed on the brake. It was weird and scary. I think they should try to figure that out. I think maybe it, like, detected that I was coming up to an intersection fast, and it wanted to make sure I didn't die, but there was a green arrow, so, you know, I was clear. I guess, I mean, and the road was, like, a different color. Maybe it's all that. I don't know. Anyway, I'm at the craft store. I'm going to get some crafts. Uh... Yeah, that might be about it. Thanks, guys.